On October fifteenth for episode seven. Seven, seven going to heaven. Seven going to heaven. How are we feeling today, guys? Feeling pretty good. It's, Always good, man. Yeah. Always NFL great to be back. Fully in swing. We got everything uh from bad officiating to an undefeated 49ers team. Everything we'd expect coming into the season, right? I actually think the 49ers are a legit team. Oh man. They seem that way. I'm Real a believer. I'm still not sold on Garoppolo, but like yeah. in the same way, like the yeah. Bears were so good last year. Like Trubisky wasn't great last year, but the defense is just so good. It's the same thing where that 49ers defense can just carry this team right yeah. now. I think yeah, Jimmy true. G's better than where you said like the Bears yeah. last year. I think he's better than Mitch Trubisky. I know that probably hurts you because you're no, it's it's definitely true. He's got more attributes for for sure, but I mean he he makes more out of out of less. His weapons aren't nearly as good as what the Bears have or had even last year, but. He's making good out of it for sure. Right. I like his weapons actually. They're all really young though, but mm-hmm. I like. Yeah, I mean, Dante Pettis is a really talented player. I mean, Kittle might be the best tight end in the league now. Yeah, George Kittle's ridiculous. George Kittle's so Same. good. I love Debo Samuel. He hasn't had too many opportunities, but and they're using him all over the place. If you watch how they use him on the field, they're mm-hmm. end arounds, or screen plays everywhere. And then they have really good receiving running backs too. They're you know they're doing great. That, like, Kyle, that awesome. Kyle Shanahan offense is shining. Yeah, I, I'd say Jimmy G just. Slightly ahead of Mitch, honestly. Yeah, not yeah. Too, I mean, Mitch, Mitch has, has a lot more running ability too. That's that's one of the problems the Bears have had this year with Mitch is that he's run the ball five times total this year. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that'll change. I but mean, I think, they're gonna try and protect him with his shoulder, but gotcha. is that so, what it is? yeah, I I think so. Just because I mean that shoulder is gonna be bad for a while. I mean it's just gonna be loose in there. It's not his throwing shoulder, so he'll be okay. But they're gonna avoid contact for him for sure. Um, uh, I'm ready for the storyline. The uh, Jimmy G versus Tom Brady at the Super Bowl. That would be great. That's a great storyline. Super like cool. I mean, yeah, the it, the mentor versus the protege and right. And yeah. if uh, if the 49ers win, that's a passing of the torch. I mean, if anything, Tom Brady should be pissed at the whole Jimmy G situation, not just because Jimmy G was there to take his job to begin with, but also because they he was drafted or he got traded to the 49ers, which is where Tom Brady wanted to play all yeah. along. Oh wow! Yeah. I mean, that was his childhood team. Yeah, I didn't know that. Sure. Well, we'll dive more into that uh, 49ers-Rams game here in a little bit. What we got no, on the slate? But hopefully, you know, Kyle Shanahan doesn't give away his job before he coaches the right, Super Bowl. Right, 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 right. Right, ideally. Yeah. ideally. Again. Oh, right. <laughs> all right. Before we get into all this, I'll let you know what we're going to run through the day. Uh, the standard, what we like, what we don't like. A little bit of intervention. We'll, we're going to first run through uh, what we found most interesting through week six. Uh, stuff coming up on week seven and then uh, some betting lines that uh, we'll get into uh, to wrap up the show. All right, so let's j- dive into Chiefs Texans talk. Uh, Pat Mahomes not doing what we wanted him to do, what we expected him to do. Might be a uh, uh, cause of the ankle injury, but who knows. But this uh, Texans defense, other than the other than the Texans defense, Texans are looking pretty good. Deshaun, man. I love watching Deshaun. I know. He's a lot there, but it, at some point he's probably going to get hurt again. Exactly. He's just getting, he, he's still just getting beaten back he's there. But Offensive line is definitely an issue. Mm-hmm. However, Carlos Hyde has played well. Yeah. I'm not a fan. 
I thought that game was going to go south so fast. Like, the Chiefs went down on the field and scored right away, and then on the first play from scrimmage, Carlos Hyde fumbled right away, and they had the ball down at, like, the 15-yard line. No, I thought, like, like, the five. Yeah, I was like, was this wait. game is done. This is going to be bad. And the Texans persevered. They looked good out there. Yeah, I mean, they definitely... started out really hot, and then the Texans kind of started shutting down, and that's been the case the last couple weeks now. Yeah, the last three now with the uh, the Lions game, the Colts, yeah, and, uh, and the I, Texans game. Yeah. I think the Texans took, a, took, took some notes from that Colts game. I mean, run the ball, keep, yep. keep Pat Mahomes off the field, and, I mean, he can't win if he's not out there. Yeah, I mean, I think the formula might already be out there. I mean, I know last yeah. week we talked about, is, has the formula been cracked, and I think... Uh, I think so. I mean, three weeks in a row where we're seeing uh, teams really expose Pat Mahomes' weaknesses. Uh, I mean, maybe he might not be the MVP this year. Maybe it goes to somebody like Russell Wilson. Yeah. Not nearly Deshaun ready Watson. to say it's going to go to yeah. Deshaun Watson. It, yeah. I mean, Deshaun Watson's keeping the Texans afloat. I think it's going to. I think it's leaning towards someone like Russell Wilson. Maybe even someone like Christian McCaffrey. Right. If the if the Panthers can stay above water too. Should go to Quentin Nelson. Hey, Quentin Nelson. Why not? Why, why not guards? What are y'all doing with uh, DeAndre Hopkins in fantasy? Uh, I might. You buy low? No. I, w- I mean, I sure. would try. If I had him, I would try and be selling him for at least two, like a strong wide receiver two and a flex option. So you're buying Will Fuller then? They are using Will Fuller a lot. It's yeah, insane. I might buy Will Fuller. His target share, Will right. Fuller, is insane. I mean, he yeah. dropped like three touchdowns yeah. last week. He had three like surefire touchdowns in his hand. I think I will say wait one more week to buy really low on DeAndre Hopkins because uh, Pierre Desir, the cornerback for the Colts, has okay. been able to shut down Sean, uh, the Sean, DeAndre Hopkins the last couple matchups they've had. Okay. Especially now, the Colts, uh, they've, um, I guess, at the Chiefs game, they started playing a little bit more man coverage. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be doing a lot more of that because I, they, I, I guess Matt Eberflus, the Colts defensive coordinator, finally felt a little more comfortable playing more man. Um, and I can see that going into the Texans game where you kind of have to play man with all the weapons that they have. Uh, you you kind of have to respect the Will Fuller's, the, the Cuties, uh, Hopkins, and Fells. Is that the... Um... Fells and Aikens. Yeah, Fells, Fells and Aikens. Aikens yeah. Yeah. So, two, two tight end sets. So yeah. you, you definitely got to respect that offense. Um, I don't respect the offensive line still. I know I've seen tweets some, something about saying that they've been fixed, that the offensive line has been fixed. I don't buy that yet. Um, strengthened a little bit, but far from fixed. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they probably used Duke Johnson a little bit more last week, but they haven't used him enough in my opinion. No, definitely He's not. so talented. Yeah. Yeah. He can run the ball, too. He doesn't have to just be They just seem confused in the backfield and what they want out of that between Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. Two yeah. guys who can be formidable for you back there and make, make a good impact, but I don't think they know how to use him quite yet. Deshaun Watson still has been hit 35 times this season so yeah, far. Well, so that's a lot. I don't it think is, it's another case, kind of like uh, Lamar Jackson, where instead of throwing to the running back, they just run themselves. You know, right. Yeah. They have that ability. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, there is a difference between uh, taking hits and avoiding hits. They like there there are quarterbacks who can scramble out of the pocket. You see people like Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, who scramble out of the pocket, run a lot, and avoid those hits, and they're never ever hurt. And when you're Deshaun Watson, you're trying to get that extra two or three yards. You got to understand that. For the betterment of your team, you need to just get down and not take that hit. Right. Yeah. Um, what other game do we want to get into for this week? Um, what about the biggest surprise of the week? Maybe uh, Jets-Cowboys. That was a fun that game. Was, that was insane. I don't want to say we're an anti-Cowboys yeah, podcast, but 
kind of a little Cowboys bit. aren't my favorite team. They're not my favorite. You know, I grew up a Cowboys fan, but I stopped liking them the older I got and the more familiar I became with Jerry Jones. Yeah, I think I think it's my main issue. I just don't like Jerry Jones. I don't yeah. like Jason Garrett. Um, they lost this game on Jerry Jones's birthday. Yeah. Whew. That's that's a that's a long that's way rough. Home. Yeah. And then they they um, I mean the Sam Darnold looked pretty good. And they were able to pressure. 32, 338, two I mean, touchdowns. Right, okay. but, it, but I mean, it's hard for Dak to even get anything going when both your left and right tackle are out. Yeah, and I don't really. Number one receiver. Right, and your number one receiver gets out during the game, yeah. and also Randall Cobb, your slot receiver, was out before the game. So I mean, there was and, just so many and pieces. Tied in, and you started tight ends, seventy-two years old. Yeah, maybe uh, seventy-two year old. I think I think his yeah. birthday was yesterday, so seventy-three. Oh, there you wow. Happy, so, birthday. happy birthday, Jason. Yeah, same birthday as Jay. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that offense is just not clicking. I mean, they're just now going to start stacking Zeke a little bit more. I don't, I don't necessarily see it. And even Zeke hasn't looked as good as we need, we would have thought Zeke would, would have looked. I mean, he hasn't been that number one running back overall. He hasn't been a surefire top even three running back in the league right now. I mean, I understand he missed, obviously, all of training camp and everything, but I mean, 28 carries, 105 yards, less than four yards a carry. That's not what we expect out of Ezekiel Elliott. If he's getting 28 carries. Well, yeah, in that game against the Saints, he averaged 1.9 yards per carry. Yeah. It's terrible. They're, I mean, they're not trusting or they're daring Dak to throw the ball down the field. Right. So, I mean, Dak's played well in games where he should have played well, except against the Jets, mm-hmm. but he hasn't played well other than the Jets against uh, better teams. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you got a banged up Amari Cooper now, and then a Michael Gallup is coming off injury. It's yeah. just, it's not ideal for them. Uh, and I do think if they lose to the Eagles, the, the wheels could be off the wagon, Definitely. in my opinion. Amari's probably going to miss, uh, I would guess Amari's going to miss next week. So it could be, I mean, to go start 3 and 0 and then lose your next four, that's tough for the. Yeah, that's rough. And especially well. now, this is uh, a division game for them, which is not what you want. I mean, they do have two division wins already mm-hmm. uh, to start the season, but. How trash is NFC East? It's pretty. It's pretty bad. I mean, you have the dumpster fire. I mean, just a big dumpster fire of the uh, Washington franchise. Yeah. Uh, the Giants are not not much better. They're not supposed to be good. They know they have a decent plan in place right now, mm-hmm. but they're not trying to be that good right now. Cowboys aren't good, and I think. I mean, the how about Saquon when he comes back? Does he make a difference? With Daniel Jones now. Who he knows? hasn't played with him yet, right? No. Maybe. I guess maybe. No. Oh, just barely. Did he get hurt? Maybe he got his first start. Did he start so? that that game against the Bucks? Or did I'm he not come so sure. In? I can't remember now. Let's yeah. check it out. I think he came in. I don't think he played with it. No, because they okay. they they didn't start him in a game. I yeah. think I think what they did is going into a week, we're like, okay, we're going to reevaluate the quarterback position, and then they went with Daniel. Well, Jones. Then, I mean, he definitely played against. No, maybe he did start against the Bucks. Now that I think about it, I think you're right, actually, Josh. Yes, but I mean, Giants. Who knows? I mean, the defense is still so bad. I mean, right. they, they hung around with the Patriots for a little while on Thursday and made the game at least interesting. I'm sure most of us went into that game expecting a 21-point blowout, but that 35-14 score isn't really... As uh, horrible as yeah, it could have been. As, it, as bad as it looks. Yeah, for right. sure. Um, I guess, can we just talk about the uh, atrocious performance that was Jameis Winston against the Panthers? <laughs> In London. I woke up. I woke up at eight thirty to watch Jameis Winston throw five touch or five interceptions. It, it was London. three interceptions and a fumble. He threw five interceptions. I'm almost certain. I don't think he did. I think it was three interceptions and a fumble. Five picks. Wow. Two, five picks. He had two fumbles and he lost one. 
Jameis Winston, man. What I, a, I, what I a put him when it was three. <laughs> you still put him numbers in. Yeah, man. Yeah, I started Four, him in two leagues, which is terrible. yards passing. Only one touchdown. Yeah. yeah he's probably still pretty startable. He had 54. Yeah. Fantasy, huh? He had 54 attempts. That's a lot. That's a lot of passing. Did the Panthers just have his number? Maybe every year they destroy him? I'll have to look up the history. Yeah, you know what's weird know. is... I bet those two teams are very familiar with each other. Well, yeah, they're in the same division. Other, yeah. They played each other in week two. That's only oh, week that's six. Right. Yeah. And in week two, they completely shut down McCaffrey. And in week six, the game they just played, McCaffrey had 22 carries for 31 mm-hmm. yards. You got there's another shut down uh, there too. Slight narrative time change. Yeah, I, I don't Someone know. Their, early. I don't know what their time schedules were, but I mean, that was the most typical Jameis Winston game ever. Yeah. I mean, just he, that dude just gets lost in the pocket, runs around, and he just throws it up and hopes Mike Evans bails him out most of the time. Now he has Chris Ed, or uh, Chris Godwin to hopefully bail him out, but I mean, he Jameis Winston basically lost all hope in ever having another contract with the Buccaneers in that game. I think I would still say he has a better chance of getting a second contract than Marcus Mariota does. I'd agree with that, just That's because, I mean, even right now, the Titans have somebody. I mean, Tannehill, Tannehill played well when he was healthy. I'm not going to act like Tannehill could evolve into this great quarterback, but, I mean, he played well when healthy, just can never say healthy. Right. So, Tannehill could be a good bridge quarterback to whatever's next for the Titans. And there's a lot of good quarterbacks coming into next year's draft. Exactly, so. and so the Bucks just need to, I think the Bucks are moving towards looking at more of the future of that quarterback situation more than what is happening with Jameis right now. And speaking of next year's quarterback draft, do y'all big Tua fans? I think Tua's good. I, I, I don't know. Left-handed quarterbacks. That's what I There's hate. none. You don't like that he's left-handed? I don't. I don't like. I, I'm left-handed. You do. For what it's worth. So am I. Um, but I, I don't ever see that. I don't want my quarterbacks throwing left-handed. I see. Yeah, because all it your just looks wrong. are right-handed. It just looks wrong. Oh, it bothers oh, you? The, just the, look. It, I aesthetically, right. watching Alabama games confuses me. I feel like the camera's on the wrong side of the field. <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. It's I just a know. strange world we live in. I, I feel a right-handed like world. It's but, so but bizarre. But left-handed people are really talented, and they dominate the NBA. Honestly, a lot of them do. I yeah. kind of really, I'm upset at Tom, because I, I would expect him to join us and the rest of the left-handed brethren yeah. in supporting a left-handed guy. Yeah. So I, this is kind of like I just controversial, in my I opinion. I like my quarterbacks right-handed. I wouldn't want my quarterback left-handed. Earlier, I saw um, one of those Facebook illusions where some people see one color and some people see the other color. The shoes? Yeah, the shoes. Yeah, the gray and blue. The gray and blue, right? The right and left brain thing. That's the same thing as right-handed. Did you see gray and blue? What did you see? Did you see gray and blue? I saw gray and blue. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Mia. Because you're out. You. This is a gray and blue shoe podcast. Yes. So, but the thing is, you're left-handed, so I would think you'd see otherwise because it was a right and left brain thing. And so, if you're a left-handed person, what was it? Right and left left brain specific to like certain. It is a little different, but I know the right side of your brain controls like the left street. side of your body. That's so true. it's the opposite: the right and the left, and the left and the. But right. isn't like one like more like creative? Yeah, I think the left is more. Or left-handed like people, I believe, are more creative. So I would think the right side of your. Well, brain. I'm super fucking creative. Hell true. yeah! I'm kind of creative. Hell yeah! I am le- yeah, so. Did you know left-handed people are usually either really smart or really stupid? I'm both. Like, I think it's um, in mental institutions. Uh, in mental institutions, uh, yeah, uh, like 50% are left-handed. Hmm. Huh. That seems well, like... Well, if 50% are left-handed, I mean... Then the other 50 are right-handed. So, even Steven. But, no. in the real world, no. it's 90-10. I don't need your analytics. 90% I'm, right? I'm not an analytics but, guy. But I, but I just people, look at the numbers. They're either crazy or 50, just not 50. well, or they're geniuses. There's a lot of like left-handed geniuses. 
So They're usually opted in okay. Mr. <laughs> right-handed. And I think you're a genius. Uh, okay, you're that, obviously not in a mental institution. Not right. yet. So it's one or the other, then. Okay, so He's Josh crazy. is a genius, too. You're lefty? Yeah, I am. Oh, I didn't realize that. Two lefties. So no you know you're the weird out. one. See, I've always had left-handed friends. This is weird. Really? Oh, so that's I've had weird. a lot of them, I feel like. Huh. They're artistic people. I feel uncomfortable now. I wish I was left-handed. My left hand is like... Like a gummy one. Yeah, but see, it's not fun being left-handed because like I, learning the guitar was terrible, so I quit. The world is not you, made for left-handed. But people. since you're left-handed, you're forced to be somewhat more ambidextrous, therefore exercising both sides of your brain more often than I get to. So you're better with your opposite hand than I will ever be because you live in a right-handed world. I guess that's pretty fair. That's yeah. true. I mean, I've tried like writing with my right hand; it's really, really bad. I've tried throwing with my right hand; it's terrible, it's very, very bad. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you're, I bet mine's worse though. Skateboarding was awful. Uh, I, I decided to learn the guitar because I felt like learning the drums backwards would be super hard, and also like getting lessons backwards was yeah. just super hard to get. Yeah. So. Uh, a lot of talents was very, very difficult to do since I was left-handed. So you could say you've been forced to overcome challenges unlike most children. Yes. And you've succeeded in this world and therefore strengthened yourself. The world has been against us struggles. since day one, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But there is a lot of scholarships for left-handed people, yep. which is cool. Have y'all ever looked into like statistics where like certain cultures maybe uh, killed off? Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not like welcomed. Is that a thing? It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I know they, <laughs> they would force. <laughs> even here, I, I believe here in America, they would force people to be right-handed. Yeah, I can see that. When I was in kindergarten, my I mean, my parents told me that my kindergarten teacher constantly took my pencil out of my left hand and would put it in my right hand, and I would just put it back, and like she would get upset with me, and my parents had to tell her like, well, maybe he's just left-handed, and she was like, no, 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 he needs to be right-handed. What does that so, mean? What does that even mean? Like, why would I need? I mean, the world was built for right-handed. Who cares? I mean, maybe hey, she, she was, was in her head. Miss Regis, like helping Miss Regis oh, was just looking really out help. for me. We're an anti-Mrs. Regis podcast. No, rest in peace, Miss Regis. Or she worked oh. for the government. She might have worked. For the we CIA. are an R.I.P. Miss Regis exactly. podcast. Exactly, Miss Regis, forever yeah. in our hearts, forever. Okay, that's a good transition. Let's talk. We talked about them a little bit opening up the show. Let's talk a little bit about 49ers Rams. Um, I don't know about you guys. I went into this game thinking the Rams had everything to lose, so they were going to be the desperate team going into that game three and two after starting three and zero. The 49ers are four and zero, coming off um, a short week already. I thought the Rams would come out motivated, and it turned out that Jared Goff threw for under eighty yards, something like that. I think it was forty six. I think no, I think it was like seventy eight or something. It was like terrible. That. I think it he only had one fantasy, bad. like one point seven fantasy points. Where is he? It's terrible. He had a fumble loss. Like I, I would expect with all of, with that low number that it would have been uh, like an interception or two, but nope. Just Jared Goff finished the day thirteen of twenty four for seventy eight yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. It's terrible. Insane. Did you see that uh, screenshot of Daryl Henderson's usage on that drive? I didn't. I, I tweeted it out anyway, but nobody saw it. Of course, the husband knew it. But uh, it was like 24-yard gain, uh, I think 14 or 16-yard gain, and then a four-yard gain. And they're at the one-yard line, first and goal. They put in Malcolm Brown. No gain. No gain. That was fourth down. So wow. Why why do you think that is? Why wouldn't they trust the guy who's clearly been carrying the load? Well, I think it was his first game in the regular season of really getting any usage at all. I think it was his first carry or touch at all. But um, 
he's a third round pick, really talented. I think that eventually he'll probably take over this. At least offense. the second spot. Yeah, Ty I mean, Gurley. I mean, obviously, yeah, Ty really has the issue with the quad, and I don't know if that's related to his knee issues. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. But I mean, they're already treading lightly with right. what Todd Gurley is. Well, yeah. with the, um, I mean, with the attempts that they each got, uh, Daryl Henderson had just about a little bit less than half of the same amount of uh, attempts. And Daryl Henderson basically oh, doubled. Shit. Home run Cardinals. Oh, crap. Sorry, guys. I go. forgot to let you know we're watching the Cardinals-Nationals uh, game live here. 7-1 now. I'm going to guess who homered. It's going to be Ozuna. No, Scotty, you're my man. Ooh, the catcher. Scotty. One of the so, few good hitting catchers, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Daryl Henderson, uh, he just about doubled his average yards. Yeah. With I mean, less attempts, yeah. He, he, he's definitely... A younger, more spry, elusive guy, for sure. So, According to some, I think it was a pro football focus metric, he's the most explosive running back to ever play at the collegiate level. Hmm. Yeah. Where, where do you play? Uh, small school, Memphis. In uh, Memphis. Yeah. Unfortunately, your boy John Kelly just not getting any looks. Yeah, he's not. Man, he always plays pretty good whenever he has the opportunity. But, yeah, I bet he's losing a lot of confidence at this point. Right. All right, well... Uh, what do you think, guys? Should we dive into what we like and what we don't like or talk about week seven next? Let's talk about Let's go into what we like. Okay. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I have actually been paying, a l- now that I have the responsibility of a sports podcast, sports entertainment podcast, I've been taking more time to watch playoff baseball. And playoff baseball is actually quite exciting just like the fans in general, everybody's seeing like uh, waving the rally towels and everything. It's actually a crazy environment to be in. Seeing like the Astros games, they seem like a, a lot of fun. If uh, if I had the means and the opportunity, I would try and go to an Astros game during this postseason. There's something kind of culturally cool and historic about baseball in terms of America. Yeah, in a way that I like, and um, in a different way than anything else I can think of in American culture. No, definitely. It, it's it's unique for sure. And it, I mean, just the environment seems like a good time to be the, the yeah. feel of fall in the air, yeah. the change, you know, the season. I mean, everything that comes with it, it, seems, mm-hmm. it, it. It's been it's been a lot of fun to watch. So I've been glad to actually be keeping up with it. Uh, one more. What I do like, uh, I finally watched it being spooky season. I watched Hereditary. So good. Oh. So good. Yes. Yes. I didn't even know that you saw it. Yeah. I had texted Josh a couple movies, which one I should watch. He told me to watch Hereditary. And, I, I mean, I hate scary movies more than pretty much anything because I'm a big fat pussy. But I, uh, I enjoyed that ex- way more than I expected. And I was quite terrified the whole time. Horror movies haven't been what they need to be right. over the past there's some good. Decades, there's been some good ones. But that was incredible. Hereditary was cool. such a good movie. Have you seen that one yet, Lincoln? No, I haven't. I have to say, I've never watched scary it, movies either. But it's it's not, great, man. I don't get scared of them. I don't, I don't scared of there, shit. Did, well, I mean, I guess I, I was going to talk spoilers since it's been. Spoilers. No, I mean, Lincoln hasn't seen it. Are you going to yeah. watch Lincoln? Probably not. Okay, well, that whole uh, jump scare at the very end. Yes. Yeah, that no, one. That yes. was horrible. Yeah. And I think what's great about myself. what was so great about that jump scare is the fact that there was zero in the, on the, the rest of the movie. There was none. And then no right at the end, like the last 10 minutes. Coming. There was one jump scare in the whole movie, yeah. and it's just perfectly timed. Because yes. I feel like uh, like horror movies, like you said, in the last couple of years, but like like really shitty ones, they'll do like a jump scare, and it's like, oh, no, it's just some cat. Like, you know, it's like a red herring. Yeah, right. exactly. And, and like, if you, if you don't show it, and then you do it, you know, right at the end, it really, you know, really scares you. It's kind of like, uh, I know I'm really 
big into film here, but like when, whenever you do like a close up and a shot, if you do less and less close ups, uh, then you know, if, sorry, if you do so many close ups, then then the close ups stop being stop being important. Right, because like a close up means like look at this. Yeah. So if you if you if you limit the close up, say you have five close ups in a two hour movie, are right. all five of those things are very important. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like same thing with jump scares in my opinion, totally. where if you do a bunch of them, it's not important, and yeah. the ones where it's actually trying to be scary doesn't does make, not work. Doesn't make nearly the difference. Music but yeah. is the same way. Music you have to build it up. You have to you have to simplify the verse as mm-hmm. much as possible to to really um, exemplify the chorus, exactly. your, your mm-hmm. climax. You know, to I mean? get to that. The more simple it gets, the, the bigger the climax. You gotta hit that bridge. Yeah. Yeah, yep. the best climax in any song ever. If you want to watch climax. another good movie that's gonna freak you out, climax. I'll look into it. Ugh, goddamn, that movie made me very uncomfortable. What I don't like of the week. Unexpected accent in music. That's what I'm looking for. What is it called? <laughs> An unexpected accent in music. <laughs> what? There's a word for it, but I can't think of the word. Hold on. An accent? Man. I know that's like you, like somebody changing their like accent. Boston. Weird. The Boston accent. Uh, syncopation? No. Syncopation is like uh, a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, while Lincoln figures this out, I'll get into my what I don't like of the week. How about that? Let's do it. All right. Uh, personal, won't get into it too much. Akeem Hicks and uh, Kyle Long going to the IR. Kyle Long, not as bad of a loss because he's been playing terrible. Um, it get to see some young guys play in that, on that Bears offensive line. Keem Hicks, bigger bigger loss. He's obviously been one of the most dominant. It's syncopation. It's syncopation. See, we knew that, man. Yeah, it's Come, on. Come on. In music, syncopation involves a variety of rhythms which are in some way unexpected, which make part or all of the tune or piece of music offbeat. More simply, syncopation is a general term for a disturbance or interruption of the regular flow of rhythm. A placement of rhythmic stresses or accents where they wouldn't normally occur. Is that not what I said? So, so it's, it's pretty similar to what I'm thinking. It's a pattern of anti-pattern? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like that's what I said. We'll run it back after this, but I think that's what I said. Okay. So Akeem Hicks, big loss for the, that Bears offensive line or defensive line. Um, the another what I don't like is the overall strength of the NFC, the the conference in itself. Uh Everybody in the NFC is basically substantially better than the teams in the AFC. Right. The NFC is super, super competitive. So the Bears are currently 3-2 and two and in last. No, well, the Lions are in last place in the division right now. But the Bears were 3-2 and two in last place in the division. And uh, I think there's a ton of AFC teams that are, or AFC conferences that are mostly like 500 divisions mm-hmm. right now. And then uh, last, what I don't like, uh, LeBron backing the Chinese government. I think that was a bad move by him. I'm with you there. Yeah. Rough. I'm not a fan. Yeah. So LeBron is a communist. It was uh, interesting to hear his remarks because he's been seemingly like the most pro-player, pro-person right. Right. in the NBA. And right. to, to have him come out and say that maybe Daryl Morey shouldn't have tweeted that because he wasn't thinking of all the people and stuff. It's right. like... So what people are you thinking about, LeBron? Are you yeah. thinking about the Chinese people, or do you mean LeBron's you... thinking about uh, his wallet being a little bit affected by yeah. this because this happened to him while he was in China and it made it inconvenient for him. Gotcha. Yeah. So who do you think scared him? Was it the Chinese government or was it the NBA? I think the NBA wanted yeah. him to to be more on their side on this. Yeah. Just, I mean, it just didn't make sense to me. But that that was like truly the first 
like really bad thing I think LeBron has done in his career. I think it was, yeah, I agree. I think you and I were having a conversation yeah. about LeBron last week. Yeah. Uh, about how just how good he's been. Uh, and but yeah, I mean, it, it is I mean, like unprecedented to see a sports association mm-hmm. take you know, that stand. Ha- but also have like such a controversy with a completely like foreign, foreign country. Country just because they play our league over there. It's weird. It's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, this whole China Hong Kong thing is very bizarre. But again, about, we are. A, what about at the Olympics and 15 years ago when LeBron put up devil's horns, six six six, and the Illuminati triangle right after? He the, did that a lot during his Miami years. Yeah, yeah. He probably did it pretty often early in his career until he got flacked. Like until YouTube and then he stopped. Right, but I also feel like out. a lot of people like LeBron, like that guy, likes to mess with people. Right. So I don't, I don't. Like, That's it, a ritual. It, you know I mean? Right, That's but also if I was, like if this. I was up there, if I, if I had that level of fame, I would fuck with people. Why not? <laughs> why, why would I not want to have people talk about me? Because like we talk about controversy right. is huge. Why does he do it anymore then? Well, right, but because he doesn't need it. He has, he has, he's huge. But he only did it, there's really only one uh, video. But he also, he's also doing it on the rise of his career, right? When he was doing it? Right. And now he's at the top of the NBA. So why does he have to? And the Illuminati pyramid, therefore he doesn't have to. Well, I mean, sure, that might, that might be fair. But but like I said, if if I'm trying to get famous, I'm probably going to throw in some random stuff like that. I'm probably going to throw in some Illuminati stuff just to have people talking. That doesn't mean that that's I'm a so, part of a of an organization. I know you and I, I like I'm way more skeptical about conspiracies right. uh, in comparison to you. We should start a conspiracy podcast where you and I just argue with each other. <laughs> but um, no, I mean I just think it's possible. Sure. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything everything is possible. Everything is possible. I, I agree. Anyone uh, at that level of shame, how about he also uh, used to at Miami? He would instead of counting to three and saying like go team, he'd count to six. He'd go. One, two, three, four, five, six. He was also the number six for Miami, and they added devil horns to the logo. Super strange. Yeah. Probably, probably put it in his contract and had to be added to it. Yeah, maybe so, man. Like I said, I don't know. Maybe controversy. You know, <laughs> or it could of... all be a bunch of conspiracy bullshit. Right. One way or the other. It's fun yeah. to talk about. It is definitely fun. All right. Fun. Josh, what do you like and what do you don't like? What I like, my first one, I'm going to say, uh, th- this is a little mean, but I love, it's something that I like. I like, I like. I love seeing Marcus Mariota implode. I love it. It hasn't gone well for him. I have him going into the league, and, and maybe it's a it's a personal bias that I just don't like quarterbacks from different. Uh, well, you know what? That, that I I disagree because I actually like Gardner Minshew. I think he's fun. I don't think he's good, but I think he's fun. He's fun. But I, I don't fun. like Deshaun Watson. I don't like Marcus Mariota. But I've never liked Marcus Mariota. Even coming into the league, I I would see his tape from Oregon. I'm like, he's fine. He's okay. He was um, liked a lot coming out of Oregon. You guys I got a T-shirt idea? Life's a gardener. Hey. No, no? Uh, okay. nice. but That's going, um, <laughs> why not? We should start merch already. Genius. Buy our merch, guys. Um, I work but for a merch company. Let's do it. Uh, like I was going to say, like I was saying about uh, Marcus Mariota, uh, earlier in the episodes, I ranked him probably the lowest out of here. I ranked him at 27, <laughs> uh, which is very, very low. And uh, yep. some person who's under him was Luke Falk, who's no longer in the league. <laughs> he ended up getting benched, oh. so I mean... Is Luke Falk? Uh, Luke Falk, Falk is, is not in the league. I didn't know that, man. Maybe he'll be in the XFL that, draft. Is that tonight? It, it, it already happened. Oh, wow. It yeah. already happened. The, Dang, I think right. Cardell Jones is the biggest name. Car- There's Landry Jones is in there, too. Yeah. Um, but Card- I feel like Cardell Jones maybe is a little bit bigger. Bro- uh, Brogan Roback, the... Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns uh, hard knocks. So the, the fact that we're like digging, <laughs> like we're, we're really scraping just to find anybody notable I that we kind with, of know. There, there's a, there was a Bears sad. practice squad legend. Matt McGloin. Matt McGloin. 
Tanner Gentry, Bears practice squad, squad legend. Uh, Man. Colts preseason quarterback Philip Walker. There you, there you go. He plays for the Austin, sorry, the Houston Roughnecks. There you go. Something like that. I don't know. Oh, of course. Can't wait to catch an XFL game this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna I, hope be so they, I hope they sneak into the cheerleaders' locker room again. Oh, man. Oh, man. Don't even remember that actually happened. Yeah. I remember that being a thing like in sixth grade is what HI was. The XFL was a thing for well, just one yeah. season. Yeah, right? the 2000 like, season. Me, you know? I was Chicago five. Enforcers. <laughs> Chicago Enforcers. I was five years old. I was so hyped. That was the best. Those are good times. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't, I mean, and I'm not, okay, Marcus Mariota is actually officially benched as of right now. So Ryan Tannehill will start on Sunday. Oh, wow. So do you guys think that they stick with the same really conservative, boring offense? Yeah. Or do they get him past well, the I, I don't know if you guys uh, heard Mike Vrabel said in a press conference uh, after the game, he said uh, something along the lines of, I guess I'm not a very good coach, which... I, don't, I think Vrabel's an okay coach. Well, right, right. But that's, that's what he said about himself. Yeah, yeah. I would fire him just on the stance of yeah, that. You if you, really you that. can't save stuff like that. I mean, you lose the locker room. Why should they believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? True. Maybe he's being funny. Right. I mean, he was the guy who said he was going to chop his dick off if they went to the Super Bowl. Oh. So. Is that really going to hold up? No. I, I, I definitely don't think they're going to get there. Yeah. If you say that, you should get fired. Too. I hope he gets his dick chopped off. So yeah. I kind of want them to win. But anyways. Fun. Uh, something Unless else I like. Unless that motivates the team. Right. Guys, here's my dick. Like, I'll do it, guys. Here's my you. fucking I dick. Swear you guys, I already, Come on, guys. Let's do it with Coach. I, I said I was going to chop my dick off if we won the Super Bowl, but I already chopped my dick off, so we better win the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. Something else I really do like is trades. I'm loving I'm loving Crazy. these trades, man. Uh, Ramsey. One of my favorite things about free agency and all that stuff is, you know, all the movement. Yeah. And I know the trade deadline's coming up uh, later this month. But I just love seeing trades happen. It's so much fun. Uh, it makes stays like, like this way more frequently nowadays mm-hmm. in the NFL than it was even a couple years ago. Right, definitely. Sure. Yeah, they just but never do. They're it. following the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I like Maybe seeing it. Are, I mean, I don't know if you can call it tanking, but it looks like it. Yeah, yeah. they definitely are. I like seeing it. Um, I mean, today we heard the Jalen Ramsey news getting traded to the Ram. So now it's Jalen Ram. Z. The, the L.A. Ramses. The, the L.A. Ramses. Exactly. Yeah, I said that backwards. Mar- Anyways. Marcus Peters to the Ravens to clear up that space for yeah. Baltimore Jeff Peters, Ramsey. right? The Baltimore Peters. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I definitely like seeing trades. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, it makes days like today, which is a Tuesday, exciting. Go faster. Right, exactly. Culture and uh, the third thing that I'm, that's on my what I like of the week is, uh, I don't mean to get too political, but Andrew Yang. Today, as we're recording this, there is a political debate. Um, well, something I don't like is that there's 12 people debating, which is too many. Uh, it takes away from people like Andrew Yang, who I'm a yeah. huge supporter of. Uh, I'm not going to say we're – at least actually I tweeted that we are pro-Andrew Yang podcast. I don't know if that's real for the other two, but uh, that, was me, that was me who tweeted that. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I mean, right. I'm excited about him. I don't know – I want to just continue to get to know him more. Exactly. I feel like there's not a ton of uh, content on him yet because he's so new, but right. I love what he's talking about. They um, just need, yeah, they need to give him a bigger platform to actually spread his message. I am interested. Yeah. It, it, it's still very, very early, but right. definitely interested in what he's bringing to the table. Yeah, I, I, I like him a lot. So, uh, some things that I don't like, uh, obviously the referees. Play, the, the, it's terrible. God awful. I feel so bad for the Lions. The yeah. Poor, poor Lions. I, I hate it. Um, and then, I, I don't even, I mean, I feel like everything's been said. Yeah. So, the, the Lions are being screwed. Uh, Pass interference is terrible. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I, it's just a broken I'm exhausted. 
It's a broken system yeah. that they need to figure out. They're, the NFL owners' meetings are happening right now, actually. Good. So hopefully, I mean, nothing's going to get fixed this year, obviously, but they yeah. need to already be working on something to fix those. You guys think it's rigged or what? It might. I genuinely think it could be. Yeah, I think definitely there's there's games that exist that are rigged. Yeah, right. It takes you know a number of things could happen, but usually involving referees. Right? I, I feel like it's really hard for um, the NFL to be able to get rigged just because there's so many variables. Right. But yeah. Um, hey, you go, haven't heard about it. you heard about Tim Donahue in the NBA? He got caught yeah. betting on his own games. Right. Something I don't like and uh, that I'll go into. And this is going to be my my intervention this week is the uh, Texans hype. I don't buy it no. yet. Uh, and again, I, like I said with the Marcus Mariota comment, it, it might just be my bias of being a Colts fan. I don't buy into the offensive line. I saw tweets saying that offensive line is uh, is fixed. I don't buy that. They haven't faced anything, any defense that's actually uh, substantial in the last two weeks. So the stat that I saw were um, being used in the tweet that I saw that they said that the Texans O line has been fixed, quote unquote, uh, was that they haven't had haven't been sacked in the last two weeks. They had Atlanta two weeks ago, and I pulled up uh, stats here. Do they have five sacks in six weeks, yes. which is terrible. <laughs> so that that and zero in the last two. That's unbelievable. Right. The last you should like luck into a. I, I, they might be. Um, and then and then they face Kansas City, who doesn't have a great offensive line. Uh, they do have sorry, they don't have a great defensive line. Mm -hmm. They do have eleven sacks in six weeks, which is a pretty good number. Yeah. Uh, zero in the last two, and four out of those eleven were in the Detroit game. Which has had their own. It skews. It makes it right. Definitely, it makes it look a lot better. So four in one game. I mean, if you break, if you, if you figure out a, uh, on offensive line, then you're able to you know execute more. Um, and they're finally going to be facing a good defensive line, in my opinion, which is the Colts, who have 12 sacks in five games. Mm -hmm. So the other ones, those are all six games, uh, 11 and, and five for uh, Kansas City and Atlanta. The Colts have 12 and five, uh, and I really think you know. Facing a offensive line like Titus Howard or the right tackle for the Texans, who's out already, yeah, um, it's really going to open up a lot of opportunities for the Colts to be able to not only sack Deshaun Watson but keep him in the pocket, yeah. which as, as and so pressure, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this week. I feel like when the Colts beat the Chiefs, everybody was like, "Oh wow, what a miracle!" Mm -hmm. uh, and now and then the the Texans beat the Chiefs, probably with the same formula, basically. Yes. And they're over here saying Deshaun Watson MVP and the Texans are legit and they they are a Super Bowl contender. Like I don't understand how that correlates and maybe it's just my way way too soon. Right, it's my own hatred for the Colts defense. Yeah, I I do like the Colts defense. Okay. Um, but maybe it's my it's my hatred for the Texans. So if you're a Texans fan, I don't care. Uh, I don't care about you and I don't care if you listen to this. The other guys might. Oilers, would you be into it? Um, no, they're fine. See, but then again, I don't like the Oilers because now there's Titans. Yeah. So. True. Yeah. Boring. I'm just not a I'm not a Texas sports fan. I've lived in Texas my whole life. Just go never Spurs, been. Go. I like go the Spurs. Spurs. Go. Spurs are fine. I go like Pacers. Spurs. Okay, that's true. You got the Pacers. Pacers right. gonna be good this year. Oh, I agree. About it. Uh, do you want to go with what you like and what you don't like? I'll start with the Spurs, baby. Yeah, man. Yeah, nice transition there. I kind of snuck it in. I was already planning on saying the Spurs, but it really just in general the NBA. Basketball is definitely my favorite sport. It's what I know most about. It's what I I played in high school, but. My junior year, but played for a pretty long time. Yeah, um, I found out on Monday that the Pelicans played the Spurs in San Antonio for the preseason game, and I was so bummed. I was like, I oh could have seen Zion play for probably like next to nothing. Seriously? Yeah. See, 
Yeah. Sponsor this. Sponsor this. So we can go to the games. Come That's on, baby. Trying to, get trying to get sponsored by Audible. Anybody. Blue Apron. Mm-hmm. Everybody. You, you personally should sponsor us. Honey. That'd be cool. Honey.com. That'd be cool. No, I need to set it up, guys. We can. We, so we also um, we, we broadcast through Anchor. They uh, distribute all of our music to different platforms. And that would be an awesome partner to have as well. Definitely. We can actually do that. There's an option to do that. I was going to talk to you guys about that. Oh, nice, nice, we'll nice. get into it. Yeah. yeah. Let us know out there if you're listening to this, if you have any ideas of how we can reach more people, too. Please. We definitely please. appreciate that. We love you, which is another thing I like. <laughs> yeah, I want to keep talking about the Spurs, too, because I think for the first time in a long time, we're going to be the weakest team in Texas. Oh, for right. sure. I mean, the yeah. Rockets, with I, I don't know how it's going to work out between... Uh, Westbrook, Westbrook and, and Harden. Yeah. I mean, they'll make it work. Oh, yeah. but With Capella under center, too, one of the yeah. best rim protectors in the league. They're going to be fine, sure. I think. For really, sure. Westbrook and Harden are pretty similar. Honestly. And then Porzingis and, and left and right hand combo Harden. Yeah, and Dallas. Lefty. You got to, yeah. like, that's a, a big thing with Harden, I think, is that left-handed, unexpected yeah. finish around he, the rim. It, it's a completely different way of defending. Mm-hmm. It's like a one of the, the most dynamic scorers in the league. You know, like, like the, the dynamics of the rhythmic patterns out there. With yeah. Your left handed and right handed and syncopation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. Really so, why, why, why do you think the Spurs can never get a free agent? We got, here's another conspiracy, guys. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe the Spurs are taking in money for not taking the good players. Yeah. Why were they, they taking money why did they from? Take Brandon Clark. They could have taken Brandon Clark with their draft pick. He went the next pick to Memphis. He should have gone. In my opinion, like second or third overall, one yeah. of the most efficient college basketball players ever. Mm-hmm. However, he was a—I think he was a fifth-year senior and a transfer from Arizona State. Uh, finished at Gonzaga, but um, was definitely my favorite player in the draft. And they passed on him for Luka Samanich. Who's a who's that backup like center for the Warriors? Uh, big ass dude. Uh, Kevon Looney. He no. starts a lot of the time. I can't remember. Um, he was drafted. He was drafted by the Bulls, and that, like the, you just said, the whole cash stuff or whatever getting paid reminded me. Right. This dude got drafted by the Bulls, and then the Bulls literally just sold him to the Warriors. <laughs> they didn't get any picks back. They didn't get any players back. They got cash considerations. Right. So that's what that is killing me that I can't remember this guy's name. It's but, a, is it Damian Jones or? No, That's the only big I can think of him too. Warriors roster. He, uh, but I mean, he's played well as a backup. But it's like, why are we drafting? Why are we just taking cash for a dude? Willie Collinson's there now. He's a yeah, no, guy's getting more lost behind Willie Collinson. Uh, he might not be with the team anymore. He's a big ass dude. Scroll up again. He might not be with the team. I'll look. Look. I'll look into the Bulls' draft picks over the last few years. All right, we got to start wrapping up before we get out of here, guys. Um, we're going to dive into just uh, maybe two games for week seven real quick, then a couple betting lines, and then we're going to get out of here. So uh, week seven, uh, game I'm looking most forward to, maybe uh, Ravens at the Seahawks. Uh, Lamar Jackson going against uh, uh, versus Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson against that tough Ravens defense. I think Seattle might be the best team in the league right now, just with the way Russell Wilson's playing. That offense is super dynamic. They just lost Will Disley, which is going to be a pretty big loss for them. Right. But I think I think that's going to be the game I'm most looking forward to this week. Um, I'm going to say my biggest game is obviously the Texans at the Colts. Yeah. It's two teams that are just are Fighting coming off weeks. Right. And then are coming off wins against the Chiefs, who maybe might not be nearly as legit as we thought. 
but it's a big game, and uh, it's definitely something that I, 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 I just can't wait to see. I mean, obviously, we live in San Antonio, so not only is there, you know, only Cowboys fans, but there's a lot of Texans fans. And I uh, can't wait to just go out to a bar in my, my T.Y. Hilton shirt and just, you know, <laughs> just talk so much mad talk shit to people. Uh, I'm glad we don't have cameras on this podcast because next week I might come in with a black eye. Yeah, probably not going to go well for you. Though. Yeah, probably not. But, hey, as long as they win, that's all I care about. <laughs> Lincoln, you looking forward to anything in particular for Week 7? Oh, I just want to watch the basketball games. Just oh, you're not, even, you're not even interested in football anymore. Uh, football is, is dead to me. Oh, yeah? Now I'm just kidding. I still love football. Jordan Let's see Bell. here. Uh, there's, there's quite a few games that are pretty interesting. Maybe the Vikings Lions. The, the Bulls sold for cash consideration. Jordan Bell. I can't remember that now. Yeah, he's yeah. a good player. Yeah, he Very was. I don't know where he is he now. Can, but he can jump up. Good on yeah. defense. I think he's actually a pretty decent passer, too. Yeah. But uh, what game are you looking forward to, Lincoln? Oh, the, the Lions and the Vikings, right? Yeah, the Lions and Vikings. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, that two would be, teams. One of y'all tweeted out that you thought the Lions should be five and zero. I tweeted that the yeah. Lions lost their first game. They were up like they were up by like seventeen points late in the fourth. Uh, they should have beat the Chiefs. They should have beat the Packers. I can't and remember. the Cardinals. And they tied against the Cardinals. You're right, but they should have beat them. Yeah, they should yeah. be an undefeated team. They've been as good as anybody. I think that comes down to a lot of like discipline, though. They're not a they're maybe not the most tight knit squad, but. Um, they're a real good squad, and I think the Vikings need to prove against a good team that they can they can do what they did last week for sure. Definitely. Do you want to get into some lines? Yeah, for sure. We're gonna go into three games, three of the games we found most interesting. We like that Texans Colts game. We're gonna talk a little about the the Ravens and the Seahawks, and then we got a bonus awesome game that we're gonna get to. Real Super late. exciting. Best for this game, game of the weekend, maybe. All right, real quick, guys. Texans at Colts. I'll go first. Colts are favored by just one, basically a pick 'em. Uh, the over-under is 48. I'm going to take the Texans in Indy to win that. Is that with points or, with that, or just with straight that, up? Uh, with the points, so plus <laughs> one. Yep, I guess straight up. And then I'll take the under, 48. All right. Um, I'm very clearly going to pick the Colts to cover. Colts, even against the points. Even against the points. I think they're going to cover the one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 48, I... I, I'm going to go under as well. I think the Colts' defense is going to be able to stop uh, Deshaun Watson, and I, and I think the Colts are going to play their game, which is, you know, run run heavy, but also they're going to have to give it a little bit more. You know, they have to air it out a little bit more. Uh, T.Y. coming off of a, a, a quad injury is really going to help. Hopefully we can get Deion Kane to do something this week. Ebron needs to prove himself. Uh, Doyle's out there. So let's see what happens. But uh, I, I'm, I'm very confident the Colts will win this game. This is a really tough one for me because I, I really respect your opinion there, Josh, and I know you know the Colts very well, but I also really love Deshaun Watson, and I think he's he's pretty much matchup proof, especially from a fantasy perspective. You know, he's always going to put up points. I think um, so. Just such a good playmaker, but uh, you know the Colts' defense better than any of us, so I'm going to go with you. I'm going to say the Colts, and I'll take the under. Colts nice. and the under. Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. All right, so we'll talk about a little bit of the Rams, uh, Rams at the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks favored by three and a half at Ravens home. and Seahawks. I'm sorry, Ravens and Seahawks. Um, Seahawks favored by three and a half at home. A high over under at fifty and a half. Uh, Lincoln, you want to start you off with your thoughts? I'm definitely taking the Seahawks, but um, man, the points is tough. Um, I'm gonna take the under as well. Not with the points though. I guess I'll take the Ravens with the points. Ravens with the points. Got it. Love you. 
Joshy? I'm going to take the Seahawks um, without the points. Sorry. Uh, well, yeah. Seahawks minus three and a half? Yeah, I'll okay. take that. Seahawks minus three and a half. And then um, I could see this being a, a high-scoring game, so I'm going to take the over. Yeah. I think I'm with Josh on this. I think that I, Like I said, I think the Seahawks are the best team in football. I think they win this pretty handily. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the Ravens' defense introduces Marcus Peters. Not that it's super, super complicated. He's just got to cover his guys. So I think the defenses might be a little bit a uh, little vulnerable in this matchup, so I'm going to take the over as well, Hope, hoping for a high-scoring, entertaining game. And then uh, maybe the game uh, I'm most looking forward to, uh, the Bills have the biggest, this is their biggest, the most they've been favored by in a game since 1992. <laughs> the Bills are favored at home by 17 points against the Miami Dolphins. Holy cow. Can the Bills cover a 17-point spread with the over-under set at 39, Josh? Um, I haven't been doing great. So I'm going to just take a chance here. I'm going to take the Dolphins with the points. Dolphins with the points. Oh, that's the, that's the fish move, man. Come on. Yeah, Dolphins no. with the points. No, I uh, think that's actually I'm, that's the, the smart move in my opinion. I'd probably take the under on 39 points. Yeah, under 39. So Lincoln, oh, are you on the yeah. Dolphins as well? Yeah, this, stuff, this just makes me want to play 100% Josh Allen on DraftKings, man. <laughs> Holy cow. Understandable. Yeah, right. If, if Vegas gives them that much respect, that's really amazing to me. So I'm on the same side. I'm taking the Dolphins with the points. So, obviously, the Dolphins lost by one. They were in it this week. I think they uh, didn't get that two-point conversion on purpose. Um, I think they meant to lose that, but they were competitive. So, they lost by one. They covered. Uh, they didn't cover against the Chargers. They lost by 20. Oh, if they play Fitzpatrick. They are playing. I'm pretty sure they're going to play Fitzpatrick. Really? I think so. They said that? Oh. I think so. Yeah, I believe, I believe Fitzpatrick is now officially the uh, starting quarterback. They didn't cover against the Cowboys, and they didn't cover against the Patriots. And they obviously didn't cover. I, I just think, I think, I think the Dolphins are historically bad, and oh, they, they have are. no interest in competing. But they and I think up with the, teams. They, they only lost to Washington last week. They only lost by like one score to the Cowboys. I, just the Bills. I just think the spread is so oh, crazy. Man, 17 points is so much. They lost by like 100 to the Cowboys. They lost 31-6 to the Cowboys, I'm pretty sure. Okay, it was a close game for a while. I yeah, I believe. I think it was for a while. Yeah, it was. It was at, at least they had a really they bad lost start. They lost 31-6. That's not that bad. That's bad. No, that's really bad. That's, that's, really, that's really bad. bad. I, I swear it was closer than that. And, uh, I, I think it took I'll Dallas a couple. Uh, I think it took Dallas like a, like a drive or two to actually get something started. I think that's where, where we're kind of getting this. This might be a little hot takey, but I think the Bills could arguably be the second best team in the AFC. That defense uh, is super. That's super super hot. Super hot. I think Josh Allen is as good of any quarterback coming out of that draft class. I think uh, the the mix and match they got between the running backs and they still got good receivers out there. That defense knows what they're doing. They, if if Josh Allen is in the game against the Patriots, they might have won that game. I think the the Bills are a really really good football team. So I'm gonna be on the Bills. So that Cowboys I think they cover. You think you're taking the Bills to cover. The Bills will cover. Wow. Bills will win by more than 17, and then I'll take the over. I'll just be the weird one and take the opposite of you guys. All right. So, Bills might get the points by themselves. Bills could put up 17-0? No, the over-under. Ah. They could get 40 in this game. 
game. Dude, Devin Singletary is he gonna be the main man now? Devin Singletary, Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Got a little oh, Frank so I looked Gore. at that stat. It's uh, the average time spent behind the line of scrimmage. So last season, Frank Gore led the league. This year, he was fourth, I believe. So far. Of, like Josh Breida and Gus Edwards were a couple names above him. Matt Breida? Uh, no, uh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Josh yeah. Jacobs. Yeah. So uh, before we get out of here, uh, just a quick update. I guess I missed it. It is now 7-4 to four in the top of the fifth inning. Uh... Cardinals have put up four runs in this inning. Saying okay. he's doing a comeback. Try and make a fight out of it. Okay. Washington currently leads 3-0 in the series, so obviously they need to win this game or mm-hmm. else this is done for them. So uh, tune in to uh, our podcast next week when we will update you on who won this game. And then uh, and then uh, we'll get into probably a little bit of probably World Series talk by the time we talk to you guys next. I'm gonna keep it on a cliffhanger, so don't even look up the scores. Yeah, just keep just, it yeah. keep it on the back burner for yourself, and we'll let you yeah. guys know next week who won Game Four between Cardinals. the Nationals yes. and the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Anything else you guys want to run over before we get out of here? Not that I can think of. Run over. Run over. Children. NFL refs. NFL refs. Pray for the Lions. Pray for Lions fans. Like as a Bears fan, I shouldn't even say this, but pray for Lions fans. Yeah. Because they just it's they've That's just had, they've had the toughest break for the yeah. last like sixty years. True. They they also lost all of their car dealerships. And pray for Detroit. And mm-hmm. parts of the that that state don't have clean water. Yeah, Flint. Yeah. Still doesn't. So. And it's for a lot. The state of Michigan is having a rough stretch. Motown. Motown's from Detroit. Michael Jackson. The Tigers right. thing. Amazing musical history. I really like Detroit still. And it's kind of cool that it only has like half the population as it used to because the city's built for a much bigger a population. There's place. never any traffic. That's pretty wild. Yes. I've never, cool. I, I can't say I've ever been to Detroit. I mean, there, there probably I. still is traffic sometimes, but that's something I noticed. Like, yeah, I it, bet. I mean, it, it, it was there. meant to be a massive city and everybody left the city because yep. it's a broke-ass city. Yep. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Detroit, yeah, yeah. Uh, never and been. Really Guess I gotta go. Real estate, obviously, it's probably gone up quite a bit. I'm I think sure. back in the day, the Silver Dome, is that what it was? Sold for like 100 grand or something. It was good. Wow. Yeah. Sheesh. All right. Well, we'll keep Detroit in our thoughts and prayers, the state of Michigan in our thoughts and prayers. Absolutely. Uh, you guys do the same. And uh, until next time, my name's Tom Barry. You can find me at Thomas underscore Barry, or you can find Josh at Josh underscore second. Or you can find Lincoln at Lincoln DFL. And you can follow us uh, at our uh, film room account at the film RM. At the film RM. Until next time, guys. We love you very much. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. And I wanna move from the bed down to the down to the to the floor. And I wanna, ah, ah, you make it so good, I don't wanna leave. But I gotta lick, lick, lick.